0: It's the Sarah McLachlan SPCA commercial of movies. We're talking Hotel for Dogs on today's... We're not affiliated with... Netflix. Welcome to Kidflix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kids' movie ever made. I'm your host Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids. So turn this off and insist on going to a water park because you're not sure how much longer you can hold in your pee. Isn't that relatable content? My guest today. Stop looking at me like you're angry at me. <laughs> I know that wasn't funny, but calm down.
1: It should be noted I did not look angry. <laughs>
0: you you looked indifferent, and as we we all remember that Ellie Weisel quote uh the opposite of hate is indifference boom anyway <laughs> great start <laughs> do you um you my do... no i'm not restarting over um uh, my guest today um she was one of the first guests ever on the podcast and almost exactly 60 episodes later we're off by one 59 episodes later i know if only you'd come home and we postpone this like another week. <laughs> um, my guest today is Esther Rosen. Hi. Hello. Hi. I was going to call you Esty, but I I know you hate that. That's not my name. It's I know. It's not your name.
1: Actually, it is close, but... It's close, but no cigar. Um, close only counts as well. Lo- that, that,
0: that face looked more angry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so we we can talk about this movie, but I mean... We, we this is it's been a year since we recorded our last episode. We we have to update the listeners. What's your life about? Um, is our, our next big segment? What's your life about? Me? Yeah. What's your life about?
1: Okay. Is there intro music? No. Okay. So my life is about um, words mostly in any variety, any fashion. They can be made up. They can be real. They can be real up, which is a combination of the two. Hence, real up. Not made up, definitely real. Both words pre existed and now they're a new thing. Wow, it's um, like
0: I close my eyes and it's like Bo Burnham is here.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so I uh, I do do <laughs> stand up now. Um I did then also, but I was just keeping on the DL, you know, like when you're pregnant in your first trimester and you shouldn't tell anyone because it's bad luck.
0: Yes, we both have this experience. Yeah,
1: that's what I was doing with stand-up comedy is I was just letting it bake in the oven, Mm -hmm. Um, but now I'm out. I'm a stand-up comedian, (laughs) Uh, but I also run a newspaper and I make TV film things, you know, just finding a place to shout into the void because no one wants to hear it. So. That's
0: true. What do you think this podcast? <laughs> it's weird. The past, like, five episodes of the podcast, I've just gotten a lot more pessimistic about it. It's like, come on, Ross, calm down. Uh, I, I'm, like, uh, I'm going on a job interview tomorrow, so I'm not going to say where I'm interviewing, just not to jinx it. But um, I have on my resume KidFlix as, like, experience with, like, social media and, like, radio production and uh, this lady on the phone was asking me questions like it was an established actual company and not just something I've been doing for a year. And she didn't sound upset or disappointed, but it definitely was not what she expected and I'm probably not going to get the job now.
1: <laughs> you were like, oh, no, that's just a thing I've been doing in my bedroom. Like, not that kind of uh, thing. It's yeah, like... <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. No, no I would not put a webcam vids on my uh, uh, profile.
1: Yeah, you do make weird faces when you talk. Do I? No, I just want to make you self-conscious. Oh,
0: well, <laughs> because before I, I was so confident. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, mission accomplished. Yeah.
0: Oh, I had like a very long heart-to-heart last night with with like a new friend. And so that was just like not... It was like exhausting isn't the word, but just like draining, I guess. They are it's always
1: like, scary. It's like, did I tell them too much? Like, did I not tell yeah. them enough?
0: Well, we, we played Mario Kart and then we... We were also drinking, and then we opened up.
1: That's a true bonding experience. It was,
0: and I think I, I understand the controls for Mario Kart now. Wow. Because in the past, I've just been hitting random buttons and being like, well, eventually something's going to happen. That is
1: the most effective way to play Mario Kart. Yeah,
0: that's exactly how I also play uh, uh, Super Smash Brothers.
1: It's also how I play literally anything that's crossed my screen. Except for FIFA, I know what some of those buttons do. Um, And my brother always gets really mad at me because when we play, like, sports video games, I have this tendency to, like, switch players because I took the first player and just ran them to the wrong end of the field and don't feel like waiting for them to come back to the playing field. So I just, like, switch over to a new person while the computer brings back the person that I ruined from the other side of the field.
0: That, I mean, that's not a bad technique.
1: (laughs) It's not great because I'm usually short a defender, so... (laughs)
0: Well, at least you're making a computer work harder. Yeah, when when, when artificial intelligence becomes just like a, a snowballing thing, the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to like fucking make you run forever.
1: Well, my dad and I have been talking about this. Have you seen those like Boston Dynamics videos?
0: Yes, of the, the like robot dog. Did
1: you see the dog? My dad was like, did you see what happened when they kicked it? It skittered like a real dog. And I was like, yeah, dad, they're going to kill us all. Sorry. Yeah,
0: we've all seen that episode of Black Mirror. I haven't. It's not the best episode. <laughs> the entire thing is just like, man, this lady's life sucks.
1: I've seen like a couple. I've probably seen like a total of seven. And I can think of like maybe two that stuck with me. I liked the one about the dating app, I think. where Oh, they Hang like, the DJ. Yeah, that one. That was a good one.
0: Yeah, where he's like, I'm sorry, I peeped at our time.
1: Yeah, that was a good one.
0: Yeah, and then what was the other one?
1: Um, The one where he's on a bicycle they like they generate power on a bicycle oh 50
0: million merits
1: yeah why do you know the names of the episodes
0: there aren't that many (laughs) (laughs) you said you've seen seven episodes that's like half
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well two of them stuck with
0: that's a pretty good track record i would think yeah um i like black mirror there needs to be a podcast episode of black mirror Mm -hmm. i mean but it's just real life Like, it's just about a guy who goes insane because he runs out of people to ask to be on his podcast. (laughs) And he gets very lucky when his friend is like, oh, do you want to do the podcast? Or can I be on the podcast? Like this, right now. Did I offer? I think he did.
1: Oh. I think I suggested it.
0: Yeah. And then I was like, great, let's do it.
1: Yeah. I'm home. Let's have fun.
0: And speaking of which...
1: Movie time. Hotel Hotel for Dogs.
0: Yeah, we're watching a Hotel for Dogs. And... This one neither of us really has any connection to you I was just like, Oh, do you wanna like see if there's something on Netflix that you're interested in? And you were like, I don't really care, just like throw some my way. <laughs> and then I saw Hotel for Dogs and I was like, Yeah, sure. Like, do you have any memory of this movie whatsoever?
1: Um, I got one of those like sensory memories halfway through it of like watching it much younger because I didn't think I had ever seen it and I was watching it and I was like, "Oh wait, I think I've seen this, but I couldn't place it." So I no. <laughs> it was in there somewhere, but I I like remember no visceral connection to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Like
1: I don't even know how old I was when I saw it, but
0: I the only memory I have of this movie is at the supermarket around the corner, Giant. Um they like the little dividers for your groceries for a while. They had just an ad. It was an ad for a Hotel for Dogs. And it was like, hey, did you get any kibble or whatever? <laughs> Come see Hotel for Dogs.
1: I do remember like a lot of promotion. That's true. I, I will say that I was hesitant to watch it even now because I don't like anything starring dogs because I don't trust it. You know, I always think the dog is going to die. And I'm always way more connected to a dog in a movie than a person.
0: Well, there's that one dog that probably should be dead. Which one? The really scared one.
1: Oh, Romeo. Yeah. He's so cute.
0: Yeah, but like that dog, if that was a dog like in the wild, ew.
1: Well, that's why they're domesticated. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, that's how they cheat the system. They're all
0: stay-at-home dogs.
1: Yeah, they cheat the system, you know? They know they would die in the wild, so they get us suckers to take care of them.
0: No, they're not cats. We domesticated dogs, cats domesticated themselves.
1: Oh, I have two cats.
0: Yeah, you're the sucker.
1: That's very much true. I posted an Instagram today and my cat in it, he literally just gives no shits. He's staring at the camera like, get me out of here. Well yeah,
0: the the cat isn't like, oh man, I'm being used as like collateral on this Instagram.
1: <laughs> I'm doing it for my likes. E Rosencrantz, follow me.
0: I'm starting to get better at Instagram and by better I mean like realizing that people don't give a shit about like the the introspective landscapes that I take pictures of. <laughs> people just like seeing a people and dogs
1: yeah it's like oh look i support you you're a good friend
0: yeah well it's like because i feel awkward posting like selfies or photos of myself on instagram because i feel like instagram is like kind of like more is like what's at like, least supposed to be kind of more artsy and kind of just like this is the world around us let's capture it meanwhile facebook it's like just post a photo of yourself
1: i don't know for instagram i kind of feel like it's very much a this is where i'm at you know yeah and i i consciously like like other people's photos when I haven't seen them in a while, because I'm like, oh, you look great. I haven't seen you in a while, and then that's pretty much how we communicate. It's yeah. like I see you, I acknowledge you, you look fucking dope. I love those shoes. And that's it. So like, post is healthy. Who cares?
0: You know, who, you know who doesn't like when I compliment their outfit um, when I when I work at Whole Foods. Who? Anybody. No <laughs> one likes it when I'm like, oh, that's a cool shirt. Where'd you get it? And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> or whatever. A store. Like, I go to the. Dumb store? That uh, is that where you're from, too? <laughs> you're dumb. Bye.
1: Thank you, Mayor yeah. of Diction. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> so mumbly. If I was to reenact that conversation, I don't think it would play well. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of play well, uh, you know, dogs play. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so neither of us really have that much of an emotional connection to this movie, which I think is a pratfall, not a pratfall, a pitfall of a lot of, Uh, episodes of this podcast because somebody is like oh this was my favorite when i was a kid and i'm like oh i'm about to crush your memories because i I did not have that
1: experience because we did the incredibles and we both are just like yeah very much tied to that film
0: oh you know what well speaking of which people need to hear because i
1: no wait we didn't do the incredibles
0: yeah we did we did yes and we talked about the incredibles too
1: i was thinking of the carter cast (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, that came out that came out uh, on Christmas Day. So if you haven't listened to that, do it.
1: The little vampire. Yeah. Sorry, continue.
0: Um. Uh. Yeah, but we we did Incredibles one together. I wanted to have you back for Incredibles two, but we couldn't really coordinate it. You wanted me to come to uh, Vermont, and I was like, I still I, do. I can't. <laughs> like we my the the gang and I we saw Incredibles two like right after I got off work. So like that wouldn't have. Hmm, that would not have made sense to do the two of us, <laughs> but now that you have this platform, yeah. to tell us your thoughts on Incredibles two.
1: I'm dancing while I say this. Female supervillain. Thank the Lord. It was hella feminist. A little bit to a fault, but like, when am I ever gonna be mad at something being too feminist?
0: Yeah, it's weird because um, I think like the at least Rob Robert Parr like his role in the movie was like felt less feminist than cuz in the trailer they kept using the clip like i have to let her succeed mm-hmm. and then the whole subplot is that like i need to be a good stay-at-home dad so that i could be a superhero again even though that just kind of like goes away and then we kind of forget about that cuz he gets hypnotized
1: i also just think that there was it was a little antiquated in the way it looks at the binary. You know, you're either working or you're a stay at home parent and like, you can never do both and you can never have both. And also the whole, like have to let her succeed. It's like, you want to help your husband or your wife succeed. Like yes. you want to be on the same team. Like, so it kind of felt a little bit. What's like parent trappy or not parent trap, a little bit freaky Friday where it's like, haha, look like Mr. Incredible is in his wife's body what's gonna happen now but um that being said i loved that there was a female supervillain villain because women can be fucked up too put that on a third pillow yeah
0: don't you forget it <laughs> women could be fucked up too i really want to stitch that on. A yeah that's pillow. good okay we're gonna stop this podcast we're gonna start a pillow business
1: it will be available in the kidflix merch store
0: yep we will also have a kidflix merch store
1: <laughs> busy night
0: It's just gonna be a paypal donate link <laughs>
1: um so i liked that um i thought that there was a lot of great development for Violet and dash um and obviously jack jack was the standout the fight with the raccoon and also
0: wait how'd you pronounce it
1: a raccoon <laughs> huh it's a thing that john Mulaney and nick kroll did in oh hello and i said it so many times with my friends that it's actually just how i say the word now
0: i don't like this i don't like it at all
1: (laughs) i don't like it either
0: raccoon a Um, raccoon
1: it still feels weird
0: and how many times how many times have you seen incredibles 2 now four okay i think that's part of my issue with it i need to see it again yeah because you know i've only seen it the one time so like i know
1: I'm so impressed by yourself self I mean,
0: have you seen ticket prices these days?
1: I have MoviePass. Rip. Aw. Oh.
0: Well, I have the free version of AMC Stubs. So.
1: <laughs> I really... But the thing is, MoviePass only lets you buy one ticket per movie, so I can't see a movie with my MoviePass twice. Like, I saw Mamma Mia 2. And I can't go back and see that again with my movie pass. If I do, I have How to spend... How was Mamma Mia 2? It was okay. Okay. Um, I have to spend real money on it. And so I bought one Incredibles 2 with my movie pass. But since then, I've spent like about $40 on seeing the Incredibles <laughs> 2, which was economically a very poor decision. But I feel whole as a person.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, what kind of snacks are you getting at the movie theater?
1: Oh my God. I bring my own. Dude, 40 well... bucks. Also, Vermont doesn't care as long as you I mean, don't... no
0: one really cares. As long as you're not like in their face, like, guess what I
1: have? <laughs> Look at all this candy I didn't buy from you. It's <laughs>
0: like, I'm just gonna walk straight to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, I my thing is, I will always buy popcorn at the theater mm-hmm. because one, I've snuck in popcorn a couple times or like brought a bag of uh, smart, food. smart pop. It was so bad yeah especially popping popcorn at i might we did that as a family once we popped popcorn at home and then brought it how much money did we save seven dollars among four people so good on us i guess
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i have weird feelings about popcorn at the movies because on one hand it's a perfect combo and but on the other hand nothing pisses me off more than a quiet scene where you just hear like and I just want to kill the person behind me. It's like can you at least soften it in your mouth with saliva a little bit yeah. before you continue chewing.
0: And I ju- I just watched a Quiet Place, and I cannot imagine how terrible seeing that movie in theaters was with everybody. Oh my god! Because a bunch of people will be like, "What did they say? Why are they so quiet?"
1: <laughs> and all you hear is like John, K- like a close up of John Kaczynski's face looking stressed, and like,
0: <sighs> and then he's like Dwight. <laughs> Did you see that?
1: Quiet place. Yeah, I saw the second half of it.
0: What about the first half?
1: No, I don't like scary movies, so I was kind of impressed that I got through. Neither that
0: much. do I. I watched it. I watched it at night, but mm-hmm. I had one of the lights on in the room.
1: That's a bold choice.
0: It wasn't that terrifying. Like, I definitely that was more of like if you saw it in the theater, you would have been really fucked up. Kind of like the same with Paranormal Activity. Yeah. Like. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen that either.
0: Yeah, you don't have to.
1: Okay, I'll take your word for it. I just like I don't like.
0: Paranormal Two was good. I heard that. Yeah, for me probably because I saw (laughs) it and I was like, "Whoa, this is good."
1: Yeah, I just like don't like being scared at movies. I don't know why. I mean, I like feeling intensely about what's happening, but um, I don't necessarily enjoy the feeling of terror. Like I know people who genuinely like crave that feeling. They're Mm -hmm. like, "Oh my god, this like adrenaline makes me feel alive." But I just don't. You know, yeah but... I get alive by nerding the fuck. Like, I found sixty pens for five dollars, and I like did a full dance in Staples. My parents were like, "Can you leave, please?"
0: Yeah, that that's go.
1: I'm still very excited about those pens. Like <laughs> just
0: like regular like pens, like, uh, big pens, black,
1: extra life, ballpoint, no grip pens.
0: Oh, so like those really cheap ones that people like throw at each other. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: those are my favorite pens. <laughs>
0: Great. You well, have...
1: those and um, Uniball Signos.
0: Oh, I like Uniball. Uniball is a good brand. Yeah. We're not sponsored by Uniball, but if Uniball wants to sponsor No, we're responsible MailChimp. <laughs> MailChimp? That's on my resume, even though I barely know how to use MailChimp. I used it a couple times once.
1: What is it? It's oh, it's a, like a it's constant an email contact ser- thing, right? Yeah,
0: it's yeah. like constant contact or 123321 contact.
1: 123 contact. <laughs> 1 2, 3, 800 contact.
0: 7899. Pokemon. Um. <laughs> Hotel for dogs.
1: I tell, you told me to come prepared to fuck around. So yeah.
0: <laughs> and I forgot that you are you and I am me. <laughs> and together we were a fucking. That's why
1: last time I brought us like an itinerary. Last yes. time I was prepared and you were like this is extra and i was like okay and now we're 40 you minutes in you brought
0: multiple pages of notes
1: i like the movie
0: okay and also we're only 20 minutes in okay we still so have kiss mentioned my grits.
1: like the word woof once
0: <laughs> <laughs> woof <laughs> um yeah this is, i like this movie <laughs> like i was definitely very surprised yeah cuz like hotel for dogs i think if b movie didn't exist like it could have been possible that it was like a dumb meme yeah because also paul blart came out the same summer wow so paul blart paul blart and b movie took all the meme thunder away from hotel how
1: did culture survive that summer
0: (laughs) i don't know i mean it was beautiful and we all learned a lot i think at least yeah but um yeah i was very surprised by this um the op- I don't. I wrote down really long opening sequence. I don't remember what the opening sequence was, but it was way too goddamn long.
1: I think it was like the gears turning. Yes. Is yes, that it was. true?
0: Yes. The, this Did they do kid, like a pre-movie credits? Because the kid's an, adventure, an inventor. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, it was like an animation type thing about yeah. like family and because <gasps> LOL, Jake T. Austin and Emma Roberts don't have a family. What are you doing with your hands? <laughs>
1: I was mimicking the movement of the mannequins in the dog front store that were the gears turning in the intro sequence. Oh, okay. It was like a dad flipping a burger and like a son with like a father flipping a burger. I've mentioned the father twice. There was a mother there as well in like her typical 50s garb Mm -hmm. looking like ideal ass mother. No trauma here, mother.
0: <laughs> yeah, I also learned watching this movie when it started that Jake T. Austin is not Angus T. Jones.
1: I don't know who J- Angus T. Jones is. Um,
0: he's the half man and two and a half men.
1: Oh, he has a name.
0: Yeah, Angus T. Jones, and I knew that without looking it up. <laughs> so that's my life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I'm like very sick of this trope. In movie, in kids' movies, of like the kid is a brilliant inventor.
1: I don't know. I kind of like it. I mean, yeah, for us, it's kind of his passing. inventions
0: in this movie were insane and made no sense, and w- he couldn't have taken apart that many blow dryers to make <laughs> all of this happen. Yeah,
1: but I think that that's kind of the point, you know. For a kid, if you're watching it, like if you're us, you're like, "Fuck this guy! He thinks he's so smart with his rube goldberg machine." Yeah, like. When you're a kid, you see that, and you're like, "Whoa, like that's pretty cool." Maybe I should exercise that part of my brain a little more, you know? Like, maybe I understand, I, should a shot. I
0: understand, like suspending disbelief in a movie, yeah. I... But I'm just like, I feel like that's that happens a lot. That some kid is just the inventor kid, and like,
1: Meet the Robinsons,
0: yeah, Meet the Robinsons, The Goonies, series of unfortunate events.
1: I mean, if you don't have an adult, you need an invention. To make you not a kid. You know? like No. <laughs> so if you, you don't have an adult to do something for you, you need to... You have to, to invent
0: a machine to do it for you. You need
1: to figure out how to do it on your own. And if that's with a cool pulley system, like, good for you.
0: And some of these, some of the inventions are cool. Like the, the highway simulator for the dogs. That was stick their so head. cool. I that liked the great. little train with the food. That was cute. I liked that. But... And I don't think there was one in this movie, but I know that they exist. Um, That invention that just flips a pancake. (laughs) (laughs) It only flips one big pancake (laughs) once and then it doesn't work anymore because you have to reset all the ball bearings.
1: We had a project in third grade where we had to make an invention and I invented what was pretty much a palm pilot that um, only worked for Totally Spies. (laughs) Which is a show that I'm just remembering and really want to go back and watch now.
0: Remind me what that show was?
1: Um, it was like Kim Possible Meets Powderpuff Girls. You know, like it was a bunch of like really cool, like what? they were high schoolers, but like they had It was
0: like super neon color. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: they had compacts that like had their like I just remember this one thing they would do. That Mythbusters has since since disproven, but they would open their compacts and, like, like, blow out and, like, all the lasers would show up.
0: Oh, yeah. Their
1: compacts did everything. They could slide them into a room and, like, press a button and, like, it would knock out gas everybody in the room. That's cool. Yeah, so I invented that, basically.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And were you knowingly plagiarizing?
1: Um, not knowingly, but once I finished it, I kind of just went, well, fuck.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that the worst when you, like, write a sketch or something and you're like, oh, this, I saw this last week. (laughs) And I dissociated myself into a fugue state to write this fucking sketch.
1: Uh, I don't know why. I just really think it could work. Like...
0: Ross, I don't have the heart to tell you that uh, Josh P. Uh, ca- cabbage is basically David S. Pumpkins. That wasn't funny. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Do you remember the cartoon uh, Puffy Ami Yumi show? It was on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And it was like about like a k-pop band and i didn't like it but i watched it because <laughs> it was loud <laughs> that's the best part of being a kid it's just like yeah, it's loud so that's why i watched
1: lazy town when i was a kid like saturday morning cartoons were to my parents as lazy town was to me and my brother we would like wake up early down the shore and we would like go into the main room and, like, blast lazy town until my parents came out of their room, like, angrily yelling at us, like, your grandparents are asleep upstairs. We'd be like, we don't care.
0: <laughs> it's time to get lazy. <laughs> um, and once I, like, got into TV, that, like, ruined my relationship with my grandparents for a while. Because <laughs> it was just, like, I would go over their house and watch TV.
1: Yeah, it definitely, like, ruined my love for the outdoors a lot. Oh, yeah. I forgot how much, like, I moved to a place with very little to do indoors you know because i live in vermont now so like i watch tv but at the same time when i'm not watching tv there are very few things to do inside so you're just kind of like alone with nature and i was like oh right i forgot i did this all the time when i was a kid Mm -hmm. (laughs) cool i like this
0: you know you've convinced me i'm gonna take a walk tomorrow morning
1: okay 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 let's go it's a date that
0: actually sounds great well i have to be in town (laughs) this <laughs> is this fun industry talk. I have to be in town for an interview at two p.m. So do you want to say like, oh, you know, it'd be fun if we, uh, I'll, you know what? Let's wait till after the podcast because I want to check the weather. Because if it's not too hot, we can like uh, bring like a thermos of coffee.
1: Oh, that'd be so lovely. But if
0: it's like too hot already, yeah. And I mean these these oh these summer days, it's like, guys. What is wrong with me? I've okay. I worked eight hours today. Uh,
1: wow, make that paper, boy.
0: And, no, no, no. I'm not a paperboy. I'm a cashier. I'm
1: a paperboy. I'm a paperboy. You're all about that paperboy.
0: If you're making a rap reference, you know that that's a mistake to make that to me, right? I'm
1: making an Atlanta reference, so it's kind of oh, somewhere in the Oh, I haven't gotten a chance middle.
0: to see that yet. My friend's told me to see it, and I watched the clip where they have lemon pepper wet, because I watched a cooking video about how to make lemon pepper wet.
1: Okay. Well.
0: Listening to that sentence, I realize why I'm single. <laughs> God, I'm a drip. <laughs>
1: Well, the first step is admitting you have a problem.
0: Yeah. Speaking of drip, um, peeing. I was auto- just
1: wanted to, I really wanted to talk about the golden I, hydrant that they made. Yeah. I think that is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: And I mean, that gave Romeo confidence. He yeah. was able to do it. Even though I don't really know if like dogs are obsessed with like fire hydrants or it's just like, they're like, oh, that's like a standing structure. Cause I think that's more, it is just marking territory. I don't yeah. know a lot about the psychology of dogs.
1: I know that they're supposed to pee facing east. Hmm. That's all I know. Um. I do think it's just like a peeing on something thing. Yeah. And also, like, fire hydrants are usually red, so they like stand out, even though dogs see in black and white.
0: No, they can see blue and yellow.
1: Well, red is none of those things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Be accurate, please.
1: <laughs> but, like, you know, they, like, I, when I walk the dog, he has to stop and pee on every single tree. Not every single tree, but like, Three treats. Okay. Well, block.
0: like my dog will like lift his leg and just nothing for the will ritual. Yeah,
1: they just want to know that they like gave it their best shot, and so I think that fire hydrants are just like, oh, man, made this dog take it now.
0: <laughs> man, make this dog take this.
1: Now I'm realizing why I'm single.
0: Yeah, wait, I thought you, I thought you were in a relationship. I was. Oh no! When did that end? <laughs>
1: Um, did i know about this yeah we talked about this
0: oh fuck oh i'm sorry
1: It's okay it was a long time ago
0: okay i've uh look i i'm bad at keeping track of what people are up to
1: it's okay josh and i had the same conversation last night not M- my brother mcmaster oh uh, i said we were gonna talk about our high school friends on this podcast. But friend of
0: he's a friend of the podcast so it's okay friend of the
1: podcast josh mcmaster made the same mistake as ross last night while we got coffee
0: Ugh, getting coffee at night you guys are lunatics
1: i didn't drink coffee because i started taking my meds <laughs> again. cool <laughs> well you heard
0: it here first uh Esther's on meds that make her not be able to drink coffee
1: no they like let me but i got all hyped up and i was like I don't oh need caffeine. yeah yeah so instead You'll i use ate...
0: natural adrenaline
1: yeah so instead i ate mozzarella sticks
0: Ooh, did you go to the diner? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love that place. My parents hate it.
1: My parents hate it too, but and I'm it's like, like, it's what tradition. What are you ordering
0: at the diner? Like, you just get you just get an omelet or, like, a sandwich.
1: Yeah, I got a wrap. It was horrible, but, like, who cares? The
0: wrap, I I remember the wraps being all right.
1: I got the buffalo chicken, subpar. Uh, hmm. But mozzarella sticks cannot be made no. incorrectly.
0: You're right. Let's go eat some. Um... Uh, oh, yeah, I got upset. So I was doing research um, for the movie before I started watching it, just because uh, I wanted to like see like, oh, who's in it? Any production stuff? And I got the ending spoiled.
1: What a bummer. Yeah. Although it does kind of come out of left field. Um, the it ending, does. for those of you...
0: Spoiler. So if you don't want to... <laughs> I don't know why you're listening to this podcast about Hotel for Dogs if you haven't seen it or don't care about the Get the your spoiler. ass to
1: a theater right now. Or it's
0: on Netflix. You have no excuse.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the ending, if you didn't know, Bernie, who's played by Don Cheadle on A Better Ass, um, who is... What'd you say? It's a 30 Rock thing. Oh. <laughs> Girl, you're cute that. Don Cheadle on A Better Ass. It's John Hamm's Jamaican woman accent.
0: I don't know what... Okay. <laughs> let's just move on
1: anyway so Don Cheadle I'm so tired <laughs> Don Cheadle is the kid's social worker and he's trying to place them in a home together the whole time Andy and Bruce and he keeps like coming up empty and at the end Bernie adopts them and it's like oh of course we saw this all along but at the same time I will say that I did not see it all along
0: now do you think that he, in his head he's like these kids are like dogs
1: I think I think he saw the parallels between what they were doing for the dogs and what they went through themselves. Oh yeah, it's
0: very clear. It's very,
1: very obvious. Emma's
0: like, they don't have a home just like us.
1: And Bruce is like, are they orphans too?
0: <laughs> and he's like, this sounds like a job for an inventor.
1: And then there was that one pair of dogs, the brother and the sister, where like, oh, they got trapped. Oh, they were trapped. my
0: favorite. Do you mean a Viola and Sebastian?
1: I Oh, that's their name? Yeah. Those are the siblings in Twelfth Night.
0: Oh, that's cute,
1: <laughs> but yeah, like one of them gets trapped, and the other one refuses to leave them, and it's like, okay, why don't you just name them Bruce and Andy like,
0: yeah, or like name them, them right? what I like... oh yeah, yeah, you're getting very angry, like I have a suggestion for this movie from ten years ago, <laughs> actually, yeah, okay, it's okay, eight, uh nine years ago, sorry,
1: okay, there were cell phones, yeah, and the
0: and they uh, they, they were like. I think Don cheeto had like an iPhone one.
1: Yes, he did. It had the silver back.
0: Yes, ugh, <laughs> so fucking ugly.
1: Yeah, why would they ever do that?
0: It's so funny looking at old tech because like back then we we're like, whoa, so sleek, and then we we're like, why the fuck is that?
1: Dude, I cleaned out so much old tech this week. I was working for my dad, and I no, that's not even it. That's yeah, like we're the the, so we shit. have
0: like we have like some, a couple old er iPhones. Ew, what the f- Oh, six, uh,
1: That's the Galaxy Sport, which my brother bought because he continued to destroy phones. It was supposed to be indestructible. Guess what? He broke it.
0: You're indestructible.
1: He used that instead of a computer for two years of yeah, college. Yeah, that's a
0: Nexus. It's covered in dust and looks gross.
1: <laughs> Do you hear, hear that, this, Josh? Josh?
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to remind the listeners, we were married uh, in, a, in a high school musical.
1: And that was terrible.
0: I hated I hated that moment that we just had.
1: Yeah, that was a little creepy.
0: That reminds me. I saw one of our uh, high school theater directors uh, right after I got a pedicure yesterday.
1: Oh, well, I got a pedicure today.
0: Wow. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Last week you said you couldn't get a pedicure with me, and suddenly you can?
1: I couldn't because I couldn't afford it, but I could because my mom paid for it. <laughs>
0: oh, same with my mom. Woo! <laughs> Ooh, that was like binaural audio, maybe.
1: Maybe
0: probably not. Are you impressed that I know the term binaural audio? Josh okay. Um, so you you might think that there was one particular dog that looked kind of familiar.
1: One of them looked like Boo.
0: Nope, not my dog. Even no. though uh, yes, there were a couple that looked like so. Boo.
1: Who was it?
0: Do you remember Andy and Bruce's dog Cos- uh Friday? Friday, but his real name is Cosmo. And little fun factoid, he is related to Moose and Enzo, the terriers that played Eddie on Fraser.
1: Eddie, I knew you were going there as soon as you started talking about famous dogs. Oh my god! Thank the Lord. I there's talent in that blood. There really is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you think
1: uh, Eddie trained them?
0: Uh, well, actually, she was uh, Friday was trained by Mathilda De who uh, also adopted and trained uh, Eddie, uh, Moose, and Enzo.
1: Wow, my heart.
0: Yeah, move over, Afflecks.
1: Is that Airbud? What? Is that Airbud? No,
0: like Ben and Casey.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just, like, joked on trying to talk about the insurance company.
0: <laughs> Step to the side, uh, Baldwins.
1: Wahlbergs. Wahlbergs would be a good one. How
0: many How many of the Wahlbergs are acting? I,
1: thought, I think like, two. Donnie and Mark.
0: Yeah, but, well, the Baldwins, you have Alec, Billy, and Steven.
1: Isn't there a Daniel?
0: Yeah, um, I think so.
1: Which one's the, like, cuter version of Alec?
0: Um, Alec from the
1: 1990s. Oh, he was fine.
0: Yeah, now he's not.
1: No. I mean, actually, he, like, unfined and then he refined. (gasps)
0: I don't like him that much. I just understood
1: the word refined. He refined.
0: I, I don't. I don't know if that's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, did you say Alec Baldwin blocked you on Twitter?
0: Yes. <laughs> or more, more accurately, the Alec Baldwin Foundation, because uh, Alec Baldwin tweeted a mean thing about James Adomian, the comedian uh, and impressionist that I like a lot. So I tweeted at him, kind of mocking his tweet, and then he blocked me. Wow. Very quickly, like it was a show night at SNL.
1: Well then. It was probably his people.
0: But still, <laughs> you have better things to do than... I have like 400 maybe followers.
1: Wow, that's a pretty good presence. Thank you. You want to sauce me some?
0: Do you want to ross me some? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, I also like... So we both got excited because Yvette Nicole Brown is credited in this movie. Yes. Although her Wikipedia like description of her character isn't great. Miss Camwell was seen as either Mark's mom or boss.
1: Definitely, his boss. Yeah. Definitely, his boss. Not least because she showed no emotional attachment to this child whatsoever. Although
0: she also had two lines.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh look, I bet Nicole Brown's in this, and then I was like, expected her to come back, but she just never did.
0: Yeah, um, and also we we, we spent so much time dicking around that we we like need to talk about this cast. So Lisa Kudrow is in it.
1: Lisa Kudrow was so funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i agree i love her lisa Goudreau.
1: she just made like she somehow made her stupid smart seem like passably intelligent in some in some ways
0: yeah like when she's um uh making breakfast and
1: dude that's messed up like the way she treated these children i mean she's like
0: i only have to give you two meals a day like
1: okay miss hannigan that's we also get it. that's
0: also like reason for like them to be removed from their home.
1: Well, no, it's like, like I don't know
0: what the legality is. I don't know anything about foster. So the, the
1: reason that they did it is not because they love children. Like foster parents get paid by the government to to care for these children, and the hopes is that either they or someone else will adopt them, and eventually they'll be off the payroll. But in the meantime, the government provides a subsidy. They like subsidize foster parents to afford for the children's caretaking costs. Essentially. Oh, okay. And if you get yourself under that budget, you keep the rest. And so they have like a bunch of legal stipulations. It's like you need to make sure that your kids get, like, I don't know if they do it in caloric intake or the number of meals a day. But you're only required to feed them to that extent. You're only required to clothe them to this extent. Mm -hmm. The rest is for you. And so that's why the whoever their last name is, the shitbags that Lisa Kudrow was,
0: the scudders,
1: yeah, the scudders. That's why they did it. They what, did it for money.
0: And it's also interesting because, like, they're kind of like the the kids and the scudders are kind of like like on the same level because, like, the scudders need the kids to like keep pursuing their music, mm-hmm. and the kids obviously need the scudders for like their lodging. Home. Yeah, but like Lisa Kudrow keeps being like, like you you guys will be. Back on the street or something. And it's like, well, you're going to lose your money.
1: Your only veritable form of income. Yeah.
0: And uh, they're both bad at playing music, which is fun. Yeah. Which brings me to the weirdest part of this movie. So, like, you see them... We see them be, like, abusive and crappy and rude and threatening throughout the whole movie. Even though, in their defense, um, uh, Bruce did steal that uh, all this stuff from them.
1: He did do that. And
0: that's <laughs> crappy. But at the end they hire them to work in the hotel for dogs
1: i think it's a whole like turning the other cheek thing but also i think it might have been like a power play you know we're yeah, better like, than you we like won. you have
0: to you have to play for dogs
1: yeah like we own this place and we have two loving parents and what do you have you have enough money to pay rent because you play music for dogs yeah that are probably shitting their pants as you're singing to them. They're
0: not wearing pants, now. Exactly.
1: They're shitting their chairs. Like, they're not even wearing pants. If your audience is not wearing pants...
0: Then you for... might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> if we're a new goddamn audience. Um, yeah, that's... That's fair. No offense
1: I'm... to, like, nudist comedy clubs.
0: No. Um, can I... Put me in your rotation, guys. I wanna... I wanna do some comedy about wee-wees and pee-pees. <laughs> um, I also think it's interesting that... I'm surprised that in this movie there weren't, like, more cartoonish dog things. Like, this wasn't, like, Airbud physics or whatever, where it's, like, they can do all this crazy crap. Like, no dog, like, covers their eyes with their paws out of envir- embarrassment and goes,
1: ooh, ooh, or whatever. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed the dogs, actually. They might have been my favorite part. They
0: trained for a long time. They trained for several months before filming.
1: Yeah, you can tell, like, those are some good dogs good yeah. dogs
0: i also like that this movie takes place on the universal backlot
1: yeah and it's called what is it called it's just called, it's like called centerville
0: central city
1: Cent- oh centerville is in riverdale
0: yep so you're <laughs> close
1: yeah so it's central Honest, i mean it's
0: the same set yeah well actually well no i think riverdale films on this set that used to be gilmore girls like that town square area yes uh Yep.
1: You're correct in that. I'm just saying like, it's yeah. just generic city. Like it, it does give it a little bit of a comic book feel to it.
0: A little bit. But I mean, it, there There are some shots where it's like, oh, they're in like actual like New York or like some downtown part of LA that is comparable to New York. Yeah. Um, I do not like that. That's part of me now that I can watch a movie and be like, oh, that's like one of the backlots.
1: Um, like, I especially
0: what... watching, especially TV because like, you know, TV that it's more so going to be on the back lot.
1: Something that I have often done that I hate is I can see repeats of costumes being used on different characters.
0: That's, that's cool. I like, that's interesting. I mean, if I was watching a movie for the first time and you pointed that out, I'd be like, shut the fuck up, Esther. (laughs) But if it was like a movie that we were like, oh, let's just watch something.
1: Yeah, there's like an episode. Oh, in Wet Hot American Summer, um, Bradley Cooper is wearing like a yellow polo, right? A Lacoste polo. But he's got it layered underneath, I think, a pink one or a blue one. But um, in like three scenes later, Molly Shannon is wearing the same yellow Lacoste polo <laughs> because it was so low budget that they just gave it to Molly Shannon.
0: Which is weird because the whole thing is supposed to take place in a day. So it's like theoretically you could just have like one outfit for everybody. I mean, I know that's not how it works.
1: <laughs>
0: like I, I don't know about
1: you. I changed four times a day. This is mm. my third outfit.
0: This is my this is my first.
1: Oh, good for you!
0: Thank you. I still need
1: to do like pre pjs and then actual pre js Yeah. Ooh.
0: I'm very upset that you didn't come up with that. You didn't Saucy. say that. Saucy. Saucy Rossi. Don't call me that. Um. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is uh so like near the end of the movie, kind of like I guess the climax when like everything starts toppling. And uh, like first, Andy is l- caught lying to her, her her friends.
1: Why would you lie about that? That's my thing. Like, I, I mean,
0: I, it's embarrassing. Like, is it? to I feel like it's it's a little bit hard to be like, yeah, I'm a foster kid, because then like they're gonna ask questions about you and all this stuff,
1: right? I just, like, the so. Her
0: her big lot... It got weirder and weirder. She's like, my parents are on holiday, and so I'm staying with my weird stinky uncle or whatever.
1: They're in China, is what she said. Her parents are on a work trip in China, so they're staying with their aunt and uncle.
0: Yeah, and then the one kid was like, hey, I know you in my building. And she's, she's like, like, no, you don't. Instead of being like, oh, yeah, I'm there a lot or something like that. That's,
1: like, an easily mendable thing. Like, yeah. Everybody
0: in movies...
1: No one everyone knows how to lie. Is, everyone
0: is so bad at lying in movies. It's so easy to lie. I do it all the time. Like whenever I ask somebody how they're doing. Speaking of which, I her, how are you doing? I want to hear. <laughs>
1: that's the lie. The question yeah. is the lie. The lie is that you care.
0: No, the lie is how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how exactly, but that's the lie. That's a weird lie. Yeah. But then it's funny because like this whole like her having this crisis of like, oh my God, everybody hates me. I'm going to run away. Um, and then just... Like the dogs are sitting there without dinner, and that's equally as like intense.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was the thing is that I knew that the machine you got, you know, the machine's got to break. There's this novel called "The Machine Stops," by um, not Edward Bulwer Lytton. I forget who it's by. It's a Victorian science fiction novel, and the machine stops. It sounds it. Like... It's about like this systemized machine, and it rules the whole world and then the light goes out and chaos ensues and so like when the machine stops the dogs aren't fed chaos ensues like those dogs went crazy those were bad dogs
0: I like, I like how you had to just briefly mention a book to make a point that the dogs were hungry and went crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to be like, so I read this really snooty book.
1: It was not snooty. It was terrible.
0: It sounds really bad. It
1: was so bad. I took a class on books just like that. I'm not going to tell you the name of the class because you're going to tell me it's snooty. And you will be right. Come on.
0: Tell me the name. It of was
1: Victorian science fiction. Yeah. It's snooty. I know. But... It was fun because I really like the professor. If you're listening to this, Sarah,
0: <laughs> shout outs to Sarah. Go take her class, her <laughs> douchey sounding class.
1: Hey, she has one on the literary cannibal. It's on cannibalism in literature. It's actually very, very fun. That sounds cool. It is cool.
0: Okay, I'll I'll go. I'll enroll in class. I I should probably do grad school. Is that a thing that I should do now?
1: Yeah, sure. Push okay. button on life.
0: No one has convinced made the case for grad school yet, except for like you just like don't have to worry about a job for a little while longer and i'm like
1: oh well it depends Are you passionate about pursuing higher education
0: uh no <laughs>
1: then don't go to grad school well
0: it's like unless i'm like oh i should it might be good to take a couple classes and like specialize in something okay
1: i don't know what that's that a would good entail. reason to go to grad school well yeah
0: i mean i'll take an i'll take night classes
1: go owls Hoo-hoo. did you know us, that's us. why you are the owls
0: yes Okay. <laughs> i went to that school well, we not- heard that story every goddamn day they were like
1: did you know why we're the us and we're
0: like yes you keep telling us please stop now can you please disavow bill cosby already no. and they were finally like okay um it took a while and uh his uh defense lawyer his signature is on my diploma
1: wow that's special.
0: Whatever his name is, O'Connor.
1: I'm pretty sure his Wikipedia page like picture is him in a temple sweatshirt.
0: It is. <laughs> I know this for a fact. Um, speaking of facts, uh, I think it was very intense that the Scudders, uh, I don't think they deserved to fall into a dumpster filled with dog shit.
1: I disagree.
0: So, hear me out. I think they're evil, they're mean... They should have gotten comeuppance of some kind in the form of not getting employed at a dog resort, but I don't think anyone deserves to get covered in shit.
1: They, okay, first of all, the shit was bagged. Right. The the But you're th-
0: telling me their impact, like, two, like, 170 pound people barreling towards plastic isn't going to cause any tears?
1: Um, I'm not saying that they got out poop-free- but I don't think that they like you know they came like mo- like swamp monster from no, the deep it, like or
0: or like biff.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. They I, didn't get biffed. They did not get biffed. However, I don't think. I mean, the things that they did to those children were abusive. Like, yes, and I think that I'm anyone, not denying that. Um, I, I am of the heart that anybody who is abusive to another deserves to be covered in dog shit, like. I think capital punishment should be replaced with dog shit. Just, you know, you gotta sleep in it or like you gotta shower in it. Um I'm trying, trying
0: to think of a pun for death row. But it's not it's not uh, it's, there is nothing there. No. De- guys if you have a good pun for death row but like dog shit.
1: Something about the chair, maybe?
0: Use the uh the elect I don't know, the electric the electric chair. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of that. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, fuck that guy that all he does is sit on benches and eat hot dogs and taunt dogs.
1: That, I, that movie did not start off on a good foot for me because there's this guy that he, like, goes, Oh, you want it to Friday? And, and
0: Friday's like, Yes, please.
1: And he was like, Haha, you can't have it. You're a dog. And then, like, of course, he does get his, I'm gonna use your word, comeuppance. However, I did not. It's lo- not
0: my word. It's just a word.
1: Is it real up? No. <laughs> But, like, I, I do think that, um, that was the meanest thing ever. And Oh,
0: even, you're talking, not as mean as when the animal control guy threw a dog.
1: Oh, yeah. There were some bad guys, too. They made, like, some very black and white good guy, bad guy characters.
0: Yes. There was not a whole lot of gray.
1: Which points Fine. us. Which points us. To the Hotel for Dogs band. Because that's the only instance of gray you will see in that movie.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: It's like, are they doing the morally right thing? Or are they being mean? Or are they, like, Stockholm syndroming their foster but parents? Actually,
0: the, most of the existence of the Hotel for Dogs is a gray area. Because it's a dilapidated, abandoned structure. Mm-hmm. And, but the kids are technically breaking and entering. But at the same time, they are caring for these animals and doing a public service. What your eyes just went wide. Just, what happened?
1: <laughs> I just remembered something really fun. Okay. Um, when I was in this class on Shakespearean comedy, it was we were talking about the green space. So in a Shakespearean comedy there's this thing called green space, which is where um it's removed from the laws of society and it allows chaos to ensue. And for a natural order to fall into place in the green space that will come back to the real world. And so, like, in Twelfth Night, that's the woods. You know, the, the green space is the woods. Everything that goes on there, nothing makes sense. It's all chaos. So, the physical structure of the Hotel for Dogs is actually the green space of Hotel for Dogs. Okay. Because, like... Yeah. Do, you understand what I'm saying? I do. Okay.
0: It's kind of like a, like a, like a Twilight Zone type area, but like it's, but once kind of the society at large becomes aware of it, it kind of becomes
1: part of it. Yes. It loses its like, it loses its, um, separation.
0: Like that episode of Community when they found the trampoline.
1: Exactly. Anything goes on the trampoline.
0: Except double bounces.
1: Except double bounces.
0: (laughs) And, uh, non-whites, I guess remember the guy was a was a nazi
1: oh yeah
0: if you didn't remember that you'd be like what the hell is wrong with you
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay the guy was a nazi not ross
0: yes thank you for clarifying yes
1: uh i'm also not a nazi i feel like we need to like tell people this now guys
0: look alex jones we're recording this a little bit in advance alex jones was just kicked off facebook and youtube this is a this is a, a hate free zone.
1: Yeah.
0: Except if we hate these movies. Now
1: I'm terrified that someone's gonna like cut up my soundbite to like I am a Nazi. Oh
0: great, are we gonna get
1: doxxed?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh doxx. Um Uh <laughs> So at the end we see this hotel for dogs come to life, which is insanity. It's insanely huge, sprawling. Um uh, there's a spa for the dogs. Not
1: on board with painting dogs' toenails, for the record.
0: I was okay with that.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. It rubs me the wrong way. My I didn't, I
0: didn't love it, but I was like, like, if the, the dogs seem chill with it. Like, like, if you're just, like, you're just kind of playing with your dog's foot or something, the dog is usually fine with yeah.
1: that. I don't know, because then how are you going to take it off? And it's not good for your nails to sit on it forever. For it to, for the nail you can
0: take me. it off. I'm okay with ha- with dogs having painted nails.
1: However... It, this is my stance. Also, I did have a little bit of a problem with the fact that the only dogs available for adoption in Hotel for Dogs were puppies. I You didn't see any like big dogs being up for adoption. And that was kind of like the whole point of the movie.
0: Yes. So you know what? This actually brings us to a segment. So this legit hotel for dogs at the end of the movie that exists in the physical world it's out of the green space it is a full huge building we have to kind of explore the implications of this in a segment we're gonna call the world world, 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 okay so yeah so this hotel for dogs world the big thing that I took away from it, like what a physical hotel for dogs would mean is that like, so we heard Don Cheadle's speech at the end of the movie that he's like, come on, these kids are being good. And all these people clap is the hotel for dogs. Like a publicly funded subsidized luxury I think it was
1: dog before hotel. Go happened. I think like the community rallied to get, I remember thinking that I was like, is this how things happen before people, like, posted about it? I think they just... Yeah, all you
0: had to do was give an impassioned speech and introduce a bunch of dogs.
1: Yeah, and then people are like, take my money! So I, I really do think that they crowdsourced it. And then um, put into place some form of sustainable enterprise.
0: Because it's incredibly big. So, like, I'm, so we're assuming that Central City is New York. Ish. Essentially. Or maybe it's more of a Chicago.
1: Yeah. I yeah. think that's more comfortable.
0: Yeah. So... A sh- like, Chicago has enough residents that are into the luxu- the extreme luxury hotel for dog market. Because there, there's massages. There's shows. Like, you know how dogs are fine if you just, like, put them on the floor and there's, like, it smells like cheese? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I do see what you're saying. But at the same time... White people be crazy.
0: White white people do be crazy, and this is definitely (laughs)
1: this is one of those instances.
0: Yes, hotel for dogs for white people.
1: (laughs) Hotel for dogs of white people. Yes, although I I I don't think white people own bougie anymore. I think it's just like entitled, entitled hotel for dogs of entitled people.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. So wait, what do you mean exactly by bougie? Because I feel like I know what you mean.
1: Not but like, I just want
0: to be crystal clear. So not I'm like the, the bad
1: and bougie kind of bougie, but like the the blasé kind, like country club. Like gotcha. Okay. Pearls <clears throat> and not diamonds type.
0: I wouldn't even say that's really bougie for most people nowadays. It's just kind of like just having kind of a stylized, uh, a very high-end stylized persona. Yeah.
1: Lots of Kate Spade. May she rest in peace.
0: Hmm. And, uh, I can't think of any high-end... Fifth, Saks Fifth Avenue.
1: That's one. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. I
0: know the outlet one near us that I've never been into because they're always closed when I want to go.
1: Off Fifth. Yes. And Trust me, this is very <laughs> far off Fifth. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: are you saying? Uh, s- suburban Philadelphia?
1: Very far off fifth.
0: Barely even Philadelphia.
1: <clears throat> um, it's like way closer than some people who call themselves suburbs are. I'll defend it to that. Yeah,
0: because it's met a, a thirty-minute train, if that. Twenty-five, thirty minutes
1: on the train. Yeah, but like if you drive, you're in there in fifteen. Because there no stop. The how stops. are
0: you getting to the city?
1: Um, Ridge. This- Ave. Yeah, that works. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do, I do, Henry. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it takes a little bit longer, but I don't know how to do the Ridgeway. This is interesting. Um, what what about you, Esther? Can you think of, like, what kind of are there any red flags or interesting things to ponder about this? the reality of a hotel for dogs in the way that we've seen it come to be in this movie?
1: Um, I don't know. I just thought that there was a red flag in the way that uh, people are the second-class citizens of the hotel. um, And, like, the dog helpers were not really helping, you know? Cooper had his Bellboy hat on, but he was just eating trash.
0: Yeah, and he needed a treat.
1: Yeah. Like, he just, he...
0: He doesn't have any work ethic. He just cares about treats. Also, I know, so, um, Mark, who we have not mentioned once, who's like the boy interest, he's not the kid, the guy from Stranger Things, the older brother. Although he reminds me a lot of the older brother from Stranger Things. It's the hair. Yeah.
1: I think it's the hair, I really do.
0: And the generic, non-threatening whiteness.
1: Steve, I think his name is I
0: thought Steve is the bad boy.
1: Oh, yeah. Who's the
0: good boy, then? <laughs> the good boy? I was going to say Clint, but that's not That sounds name.
1: like a more bad boy name. Whatever.
0: What, what is the name Brol, Not Brolin. Um, Josh Brolin? Yeah, Josh Brolin. Well, that was a very successful version of uh, The World. Um, great segment. We'll do that 800 more times. I think that's the third time we've done it. Um, uh, Esther, do you have any final thoughts about Hotel for Dogs before we rate it? Um,
1: Final thoughts is... Once you suspend your disbelief, it's really fun um and I did shed tears i will i don't I want that to be known. I am not cold hearted, and the sibling love in this film is more powerful than any romantic love I've seen in recent memory.
0: well, they are different there are different kinds of love
1: obviously they're different kinds of love, but like I think. That the bond between them was stronger
0: right I will like never were... I will yeah, I will never love or have a stronger bond with anybody like my brother,
1: exactly, like if you had to quantify level of bond, it's at like an eleven yeah, um, and so i I did cry when they were torn apart, and I cried again when they were reunited and adopted by Bernie and Carol. I did cry like not not like ugly crying like when I'm watching when Harry met Sally. But like oh, I Oh you should... mean
0: what we did New Year's? <laughs> Which was very delightful. I'm glad we did that.
1: I watch it every year on New Year's, so you're welcome to come back.
0: <laughs> cool. I mean I'll probably have nothing to do.
1: <laughs> um but I there were there were some tears shed and I would like that to let the record because I don't cry at I mean recently I've been crying at a lot of things, but
0: I just cry at real life tragedies, so I don't have time to cry in movies and I cry stuff. at
1: those too. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of time crying. Actually, yeah no let's say i do
0: cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like i'll just like watch a stupid facebook video of like a child learning to walk when, oh like, yeah you know their parent died yesterday but like they overcame the odds and learned how to walk it's like that shit gets me
0: they learned to walk 24 hours after their parent <laughs> died that's suspicious I said parrot oh oh like a bird <laughs> <laughs> oh okay
1: do you think the child, like, sucked the life force out of the parent? And, like, but the child know? was like, I
0: gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm they're, the gonna, s- they're gonna start connecting them dots. Um, my final thought, um, uh, Don Cheadle had an ugly brown shirt at the end of the movie, but I'm pretty sure I had a nearly identical one. It's, like, brown <laughs> with light brown vertical stripes, and it has, like, a weird yarn pattern on it.
1: It could not have been more brown. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it couldn't have been more brown if they like took a shit on it
1: why would they want to do that like you're supposed to want these kids to spend like you're supposed to want these kids to want to spend the rest of their like adolescent and ostensibly well, like two adult- y-
0: two years for Andy yeah
1: but ostensibly the rest of their lives as well like they're Wait. not oh, just yeah, like, they'll be friends staying there as a hotel yeah. it's not hotel, hotel for, for kids, kids.
0: <laughs> no that's the Nick hotel
1: oh rest- may she rest in peace
0: yeah I just watched a long video about it, so it's fresh in my mind. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just got the pedicure with the slime.
0: Oh, uh, wait. I can't see.
1: No, like, remember you had your pedicure and they put green shit on your legs? And oh, like, like, oh,
0: the, um, oh, like the... Oh, like, a, it's like a seaweed... It's like exfoliant. Yeah. Oh, it was nice.
1: It was nice. My legs are... Even clean.
0: though, when I got my pedicure, they, like... So, like, they'll usually put you in, like, a massage chair if they have one. hmm And... She put it on a weird setting, so it was just, like, squish, squishing my butt. It was just, like, in and out, in and <laughs> out. So it was just, like, a very long, slow pinch. And That's I was like, I hate booty. this. That's
1: just the booty. You know you can move it, right? There's, like, a remote.
0: There was a, maro- a remote. <laughs> a remote? The Island of Dr. Re- Marode, and But I, <laughs> I couldn't, like, turn the thing. Like, I couldn't get it to, like, face so I could adjust it. So I was like, well, this is my life. <laughs> At so that, that
1: point, you just got a Mario Kart and it mashed the buttons.
0: Uh, or leave a banana peel. Um, so now it's time to rate the movie.
1: Can you remind me of the rating system?
0: Uh, well, it's very simple now. It's not a bunch of uh, categories because I was insanity. Oh god! It was insanity. So it's just going to be simple. Rate from zero to five. You can be as minute as you would like with your decimal points. I uh, and you can factor in like audience respect, plot, acting, humor, anything that factors into your liking or disliking of a movie.
1: Okay. So what fast? are your
0: thoughts, uh T H O T?
1: That hoe over there.
0: That um uh, uh I was trying to think of a dog breed that started with an H. That hound over there <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Guys I don't wanna do anything with hounds.
1: Alright. Um I think I would give it a three point nine four. You know, it was above average. Actually no that's generous. Can I take it back?
0: Yes, I haven't typed it in yet.
1: (laughs) All right, I'm going to go with a 3.74. I know you're only going to give it about a three, but I think that for kids, it was really good and it was clever and it wasn't condescending, which is important. Um, Like, I don't, I wouldn't watch a condescending kids' movie, you know, because it's. if they're talking down to the kids, they're talking down to the rest of the viewers. Exactly. Um, so I think that that was really important. And I thought that there was like a good message. And um, dogs are like an automatic plus plus point five for me. Mm-hmm. So I would give it a 3.74.
0: I mean, I'm honestly pretty close with you. I'm giving it a 3.63. Mm. I mean, for similar reasons, I was very surprised at how non-condescending it was because the trailers like, "It's a hotel for dog." What? Would it do? Or whatever. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know if I'd watch it again. I would maybe watch it again. I don't know under what circumstances. But I mean, I this this feels very appropriate <laughs> with the recent release of the movie Dog Days. Another. Should movie. we go
1: see that? I'd
0: see it. I. The AV Club gave it a bad review, but AV Club gives everything a bad review. Yeah, they're,
1: like, really bitter these days. Yeah. They're, like, mad that people found out who they are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I mean, I I really only like their episodic breakdowns and, like, the stray observations. Live for those. The stray observations are really fun. Yeah. I don't know why I read them
1: stray observations? Or no, reviews?
0: no, no. Like the whole re- I don't know why I read reviews. Like, I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, like, is this movie any good? Oh, maybe I'll see that. But like full reviews or reading like episode just dis- uh, reviews after I watch one.
1: Yeah.
0: And like old ones. Not and even I'm like, like, oh, I just saw ones.
1: this. Like, I know what happened. Why do I need this person to tell me? Yeah. Yeah. But.
0: Good. We're on the same page. <laughs> um, so crunching the numbers. Hotel for Dogs, we're giving it a 3.685, which puts it. A little bit better than Cool Runnings, and a little bit worse than the Disney Channel original movie, Smart House. All right. Which,
1: like... That was based on a Ray Bradbury short story. The Velt.
0: Hotel for Dogs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called The Velt. It's about these rich parents that give their kids a special nursery playroom, and whatever they can like dream it into being. And the kids imagine it into a jungle and trap their parents into it and have them killed by lions.
0: That's like Jumanji. hmm Not really.
1: Uh, <laughs> also probably loosely based on The Belt by Ray Bradbury. <laughs>
0: probably. Esther, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Thanks for having and, me. And uh, thanks for letting us use your brother's room without asking him. But he's not here.
1: Yeah. He can't, He moved out. He has no say. Yeah. He has a lot of stuff.
0: But... He has a lot of stuff. He. Ha- I've been looking at these uh <laughs> wooden God. figurines of children that have penis hats <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no he's a lot well, of- i'm gonna
0: take a picture of those and that's gonna be on the instagram and people are gonna be like what is this so they have to listen for an hour to understand <laughs> what they mean
1: you're welcome america
0: uh so is there is there anything that you would like to plug
1: um follow me on twitter instagram at Rosencrantz, like rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead as you know i love shakespeare um and just read a lot i'd like to plug books because <laughs> i like them
0: books keep reading them gang and uh as always you can uh follow us uh on twitter facebook instagram at KidFlixPod, and uh you know give us a rate and review on itunes because it really helps us out and i would appreciate it and i would give you a big old virtual kiss uh so that is that. <laughs> just like that so that is all for today we will hear you next week and go go gadget end show